0: hello and welcome to another fantabulous episode of the ost party a movie soundtrack podcast where movie fans and music fans get together and have a rocking good time talking about all your favorite movie soundtracks. My name is Joseph Wade. I'll be your host for this evening. Here with me tonight, as always, is my lovely and belligerent co-host Libby Cutmore. Libby, happy new year.
1: Another wonderful year of OST party in the books.
0: Uh, Another turn around the sun and another stack of movie soundtracks off our shelves.
1: The gremlins are going to pop the champagne. And sing New York, New York any day now.
0: <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. On this episode, we're kind of eschewing the whole On The Fives concept because, well, it's the end of the year and we wanted to kind of look back over 2022 as a podcasting year and see kind of uh, the the damage and destruction that we've created in our wake. <laughs> and we're going to be highlighting some, we're going to be highlighting some songs that we for whatever reason just cannot get out of our heads from this year
1: yes that's one of the really fun parts about doing this podcast is opening up just a whole new slates of music for ourselves for good and for bad sometimes great soundtracks bad movies sometimes mess soundtracks with great movies uh so we're just gonna go back through all of those and and pick which ones we cannot stop listening to
0: yeah uh for better and for ill uh, but first of all let's let's go back to the poll from our last episode on gremlins which was an absolute blast <laughs> it was yes, a gremlins christmas was... for me i loved it
1: <laughs> my uh my husband bought us the brain gremlin and greta gremlin figures from neca
0: oh that's amazing so they're
1: they're yeah they're up on our shelves now um and i bought him the gremlins christmas ornament our theme this year uh, was was gremlins in our household, which is a pretty good Christmas theme as far as Christmas themes go.
0: Agreed, yeah. Like I kind of fell backwards into uh, this being a gremlins year, but it really kind of worked out because this December has just been an absolute mess. So I'm going to blame it on the gremlins. <laughs> uh, so anyway, our poll, which we put up on Twitter, however long Twitter's going to stick around, we're going to keep doing the polls. So go to mm-hmm. OST Party on Twitter and... Uh, listen to the poll for this episode, but on Gremlins, we asked you what the best song from that soundtrack was, and in a, an amazing turn of events, we had a tie. 38.5% of the vote, we had Michael Simbello's Mega Madness and uh, Jerry Goldsmith's Gremlins Rag. Both took first place.
1: Oh, ooh, that. I mean, that's tough. That's really tough. I would have suspected that uh, Mega Madness would have just eked out ahead a little bit, but... You never can predict.
0: See, I I really thought it was going to be like a, a a blowout for the Gremlins rag, but uh, that shows what I know. Uh, with fifteen and a half percent of the vote, we also had uh, "Make It Shine" by Quarter Flash. and then finally, with seven point seven percent, was Peter Gabriel's "Out Out."
1: Ooh, that's that's a poor showing for Peter Gabriel. Surprising.
0: I know, yeah. And I don't I don't know what to attribute that to, aside from just make it mega madness. Really, just being. A runaway hit, and I I wasn't really expecting that to be honest.
1: (laughs) Well, there you have it. We'll post a poll uh, after this episode drops, so keep an eye out for that at OST Party on Twitter.
0: That's right, and hey, guess what? We've also started our own Discord channel. We will be leaving the link for that in their show notes, so please come join us on our Discord and talk. Uh, music, movies, soundtracks, anything you want, because uh, we're there 24-7, even when Twitter uh, decides to finally kill itself.
1: Yes, um, which could be any day now. It's going to drive mm. off a cliff just like a Tesla.
0: That's right. It'll it'll set itself on fire in your parking lot just like a Tesla. Oh, boy. The way we're going to structure this is we're going to go through kind of the calendar year of the OST party, and the first episode of the year for us was our New Year's episode, which turned out to be Ghostbusters 2. Which, believe it or not, is a New Year's movie, and so yes, it is. <laughs> the first song on our on our list tonight belongs to Libby, so Libby, take it away.
1: Yes, so this is probably the song I've been most obsessed with this year, and that's Bobby Brown's "On Our Own." Let's go. To the this song this song like stole my whole year i listened to it constantly i found the 45 of it
0: (laughs) it's great on my
1: workout mix yes i played it for uh record saturday this halloween i am obsessed with this song
0: it's it's one of the it's one of the songs where like the the rap that explains the plot is actually like too good for the song
1: (laughs) it's like wow he did his homework, and I, it made me actually then kind of get a little bit into Bobby Brown. Terrible human being. Great songwriter.
0: I almost want to go see the, the Whitney Houston movie just to see if there's a scene where Bobby Brown's writing on our own.
1: For uh, every little step, if they should yeah. been writing that. But I, I would, yeah, that's true. I would love to see a scene where he's just like, I have to write a, th- a theme song for the Ghostbusters too. <laughs>
0: Or <laughs> Whitney just walks into the room it's like, what are you doing? He's like, Dan Aykroyd wants me to write a song
1: It's It's gotta be an absolute jam And it has to somehow be more awesome Than the already high bar Established by Ray Parker Jr. In the first film And he exactly. did it, he cleared that bar
0: <laughs> He cleared that bar kind of handily, yeah
1: oh, So good, just such a jam
0: It is, it's and like even, I- even outside of <laughs> Ghostbusters It's just such a solid tune I love it
1: fun. Really, put it on your workout mix. It will it'll make your workout go faster. Um, one of the things I found when I put this on record Saturday is I had a couple people admit that they can do this whole song with the rap.
0: I believe it. Yeah.
1: So bust us out of karaoke sometime.
0: Oh man. Like it's, it's such a good way to start the year too, because it's so high energy. Like that's the song you want to take to the gym when you're trying to get back into the, you know, into the groove of things.
1: I'm definitely going.
0: <laughs> Listen. After
1: New Year's, yep, <laughs> off to the I, gym.
0: I gotta, I gotta just say it here and now. Back to the gym, which I've already kind of done after Christmas because my house has no hot water right now. And I did go to the gym just <laughs> to take a shower.
1: It's how they get you?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, they lure you in.
0: They lure you with that 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 uh, hot shower and and uh. <laughs> oh man. Twenty bucks down the drain. While you're you here, know what? You might
1: it, as well run on the treadmill.
0: Yep, and then take another shower because you're gonna smell like shit. Oh boy! But yeah, so, no, that's so that was uh, on our own. It's a great way to start this this list. A great way to start the year.
1: it, it set things up in in a almost too optimistic mood for what 2022 turned out to be, but
0: <laughs> that's the soldier on. So <laughs> well, speaking. No, you, no, you oh, got speaking it. Speaking
1: of songs that also work on your workout playlist, uh, yours actually is also on my workout playlist, <laughs> but probably
0: for different reasons. Maybe, yeah. Well, my, my next pick, the next episode of, uh, that we did this year was on the movie Vision Quest, and the theme song for that movie was Journey's Only the Young, which I have been unable to get out of my head for the last 11 months, and it's killing me. Let's go to a club.
1: It makes me feel like I could run to the moon.
0: <laughs> this song makes me want to fly away, literally like I I believe I could do it
1: you with all the power of Steve Perry's amazing vocals and you could just soar wherever you want Mm -hmm. I and Vision Quest was such a terrible movie I hate saying that because I love Matthew Modine so much and this was my choice (laughs) this movie was so bad
0: just an hour of listening to Libby just like wither away on 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 a podcast it was kind of incredible (laughs) I'm sorry, but it was.
1: (laughs) Sure, just watching my like horny meter just like just plummet, just like the Mm -hmm. temperatures where you live. (laughs) Yes, said it. You're not ready for winter.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You got me. You got me dead to rights. Here's here's my thing with this song, though. I was I was already going into it disliking Journey. I'm not a Journey fan, and I'm sorry to say that. But this song turned me around on Journey. Like I can get behind this song. This is a great song. But then it stuck to this, it's stuck to this movie called Vision Quest, where now when I hear the song, all I think about is Matthew Modine running around thinking about being a space gynecologist. It's a really weird mixed message.
1: That Sentence I see no problem with. First half, awesome.
0: There are at least three problems with that sentence. What are you talking about?
1: Matthew Modine running all day long. That's what I think about when I'm on the treadmill. I'm just like, if Matthew Modine can do it, I can do it.
0: You know, that's that's a fair point.
1: Trying to wrestle or become a space, you know, pussy doctor.
0: <laughs> but like, that's Star the Star Wars
1: we need. Put Matthew Modine in a Star Wars.
0: <laughs> so if, Matthew, if Matthew Modine had delivered Luke and Leia, Natalie Portman would not have died.
1: <laughs> bench press Darth Vader <laughs> King, I need you to know this like, no alcohol is being consumed during this podcast
0: no I'm drinking a smart water right now like this is how stupid we are but see now I'm also just picturing I don't even want to say it, <laughs> say it. Matthew Modine's wrestling Darth Vader and hes he's I mean Darth Vader is Darth Vader but Matthew Modine is just butt ass naked and he's kicking his ass
1: uh, somebody make me this fan art
0: all we're saying here is that only the young is an ext- it's like the most inspirational song ever written but the movie that it's tied to is the is the most depressing thing you will ever watch
1: yes exactly um i think we called it we called it an industrial film about eating disorders it really, really was just not hold up
0: no, 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 not no, no. good, not but a bit,
1: absolutely amazing soundtrack. Honestly, we could have picked any song off this soundtrack. Um, obviously, Gambler and Crazy for You, uh, No More Words, which was in the film but not on the soundtrack.
0: Uh, even uh, Lunatic, Lunatic Fringe, Fringe even. is mildly even. respectable, but you know,
1: uh, this soundtrack goes really hard.
0: It does, like, it's actually a kind of a legit soundtrack.
1: It's an amazing, amazing soundtrack. Um, and,
0: and before we move on from it, I'll just go ahead and say it. Yes? Still, I still wanted to watch Quest for Fire.
1: <laughs> and you
0: said no. <laughs> We're watching Vision Quest.
1: I stand by my decision.
0: Well, fair enough.
1: So this next song, uh, Joe, this was also one of your picks.
0: This one was also one of mine. And kind of, again, for like the opposite reason, because the next song that we're, I'm picking comes from the soundtrack to Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, but it's definitely not a song anyone associates with Austin Powers. It's the lightning seeds covering the turtles you showed me. So let's just go ahead and play a clip. You,
1: From one of our on the fives episodes which we broke down all three austin powers soundtracks so we had a lot to choose from
0: which in retrospect was was probably a mistake because we realized the first austin powers is actually like a really interesting album
1: yeah and like, the second one has some some jams on it too
0: right so like we probably could have dedicated a whole episode to either one of those but for some reason this is the song that st- jumped out to me partly because it is like pure strain like a mid 90s alt rock nostalgia and that like hit me oh. right in like the the lizard part of my brain and oh, the yeah. other and the other part of it is that the music video features what i can only describe as the saddest looking man who has ever lived and i can't well, stop yeah. thinking about it
1: <laughs> and and i talked about my love for the lightning seeds um who are playing at a festival that Susie Sue is making her return at and I want to go so badly.
0: Oh shit. And I
1: can't. Because <laughs> it's in the UK. Oh man. I know. Oh my god, god. that's that's, that's rough. She's playing at the Latitude Festival and I really 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 want to go so everybody should It should give me some money (laughs) so that I can go see Susie and the Lightning Seeds and the Proclaimers.
0: Ooh, Uh, nice.
1: We haven't talked about Benny and June yet. um, No. And we might not, but uh, we we might eventually get around to that soundtrack. Also, Paul Heaton from the House Martins. Just like, it's such... It's such an amazing festival, and I really want to go. But um, maybe they would play that. So if maybe we all so. wish hard enough, I can go see the Lightning Seeds play you showed me. But I really, <laughs> I do like this song. It's like every time I listen to it, because I've got uh, the soundtrack on vinyl, mm-hmm. I'm just amazed at how great this song is. It's a serv- It's a good, solid cover, and as you said, it it hits on that weird retro rip-pop explosion that we had in the mid-90s
0: yeah it's 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 the combination of like that mid-tempo beat and that string section and i don't know something about it really i cannot i can't put it into words properly but it it feels very much like the mid-90s to me like that's what the mid-90s sounded like to me it's very primal
1: because yes i because it was a British band covering an American song as opposed to the other way around, as we usually find.
0: But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, that was such a fun soundtrack. Um, and also it meant that we didn't actually have to talk about Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery, which would have forced us to probably confront some things about ourselves that we don't like.
0: Right. <laughs> and especially like if it meant not having to go and do the second film, which... I watched it on my own and man, let me tell you, that movie aged like milk.
1: Ooh, it did. Oh, it's so bad. But Elvis Costello and Burt Bacharach.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong there, can you? Like that's that's the uh, one bright spot in that in that movie and that soundtrack.
1: Mhm. And I do mm. love Madonna's Beautiful Stranger. I'm just I'm a real sucker for it.
0: That is that is a good song. That is a good one.
1: Hey, Madonna. <laughs> We're talking around Madonna songs on soundtracks.
0: <laughs> this is an entire episode of Madonna adjacent music. <laughs> you know, we're not also, we're not smart uh, enough to do that, but if we were, that would have been amazing.
1: Would have been hysterical. But um, actually our listener, Corey Funk, sent me a copy of I'm Breathless for Christmas.
0: Oh nice.
1: <laughs> so we will be playing that on record Saturday this year. Heck yeah. I have a perfect coat for it.
0: Oh, wow. oh, great. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm excited. I for more of my feelings on Matata singing Stephen Sondheim, please see our episode on Dick Tracy. They're mixed.
0: I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. Our episode on Dick Tracy might be one of our best episodes because Dick Tracy is it the is fucking weirdest thing you will ever experience.
1: I <laughs> count the other day. I was talking with some crime writer friends of mine. Dick Tracy mm-hmm. actually has a higher kill count than Sin City.
0: That's incredible.
1: By two bodies.
0: Oh man! Fourteen
1: to twelve. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, that Dick Tracy in the end will have a higher kill count than Cocaine Bear.
0: I I could believe that. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate because I Cocaine Bear should should slaughter everybody. But there it is.
1: <laughs> but I I have a feeling that Dick Tracy the, what Touchstone Pictures go to disney world and hang out with dick tracy film uh we'll have a higher (laughs) okay and bear we'll see
0: we'll see we'll let
1: you know wow
0: this is true um but yeah this this song is the most like 90s alt rock thing you will ever experience and i highly recommend it especially especially the music video
1: yeah it's yeah painfully 90s alt rock i love it i live for that shit you know that
0: it I'll, okay. Let me let me put it a different way. This is the '90s alt rock you should be remembering, but you aren't. Alas, alas, and alas.
1: Speaking of '90s alt rock, this next one is also yours.
0: Hey, yeah this this uh this year was front loaded with me making great decisions. <laughs> was that sarcasm? I don't know. But the, we also watched this year Orange County because I remember in when I was 15 years old thinking that movie was profound but the soundtrack brought us a couple of really solid gems including uh shadow stabbing by the band cake so let's go to a clip adjectives on the typewriter
1: he moves his words like a prize fighter the frenzied pace of the mind inside the cell the man on the street might is right up there with On Our Own for like songs I discovered and am now obsessed with.
0: <laughs> it is such a wonderful kind of accidental parody of the movie that it's in. I, I love it. <laughs>
1: yes. I don't remember anything about Orange County or the soundtrack except this song.
0: I do have one question about this song, though, and maybe you could help me answer it. So the chorus to this song uh, goes... Uh, the man on the street might just as well be... And he repeats that several times. But I have to know, the man on the street might just as well be what? He never finishes that thought, and it leaves me... Mm. It leaves me wanting more. Almost like a really good story.
1: Hmm. Uh, I always think... Uh. Like I don't know, buying a newspaper. Like what do you guys do on the street? <laughs> I'm just picturing him like at a bodega buying
0: a New York Times. Like I, I have a feeling. So the song is, it's you know, it's about a writer thinking he's being very profound by sitting in his little in his little house and writing his little stories. Meanwhile, the world outside's passing him by, and you know, people are actually experiencing the stories of their lives. You know, so you got the writer inside, and then the man on the street might just as well be something
1: that's just it like he could be doing anything the man on the street is any character that this guy could create but because he doesn't live in the outside world he can't finish that thought because he doesn't know what people do outside what the man on the street is like doing he could be doing Uh, anything he could be uh running to train and lose weight to wrestle he could be an international man of mystery he could be a ghostbuster like we don't know
0: I okay you actually like s- sincerely answered the question and now I get it now it makes sense to me like I loved it before but now or he it, could be buying a newspaper
1: perfect. and a bodega like <laughs> sure My like, like, first thought sure <laughs> to say this podcast has done more for making me appreciate cake than anything else this is like truly what it has done
0: <laughs> right because we like- talked about
1: them in our uh, our on the fives on TV themes
0: that's right, we did, because they had an uh, uh, Italian leather sofa from M- uh, Mission Hill. Mission Hill. Yeah, Cake, you've is, honestly, a, like, Cake is a band that opened I... opened
1: my eyes to so many great bands.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's my job around here. But like, yeah, Cake is a band that I've always kind of uh, enjoyed the two or three songs you always hear on the radio, but never really given much thought to. So getting to hear some of their other songs on these soundtracks has been just a treat.
1: It really has been.
0: Yeah, just a real treat that's all i really had to say about uh shadow stabbing and orange county i just kind of wanted to to bring up how how good that song is at sort of undercutting the entire film that it it proceeds like you almost don't even need to watch the movie after you see the after you hear the song um it's definitely it's it's
1: as we talked about, I think in the episode, like bridges that gap into what we'll know as indie rock, but coming out of nineties alternative because mm-hmm. hitting in, in 2001, it's like right in that sweet spot. Um, like the shins haven't formed yet, or maybe they have, but they haven't had their like big breakout, but you could you can connect a straight line between shadow stabbing and like phantom limb.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that
1: like, like sort of sweet drifty indie rock so it's paving the way
0: and they're also like another one of those like mid to late 90s bands where everybody kind of looked at them and went is this a joke I can't tell but they were very serious about what they were doing but it all kind of seemed like a joke <laughs> but that's the beauty of cake I guess
1: um I also I forgot they were also in uh, me myself and Irene' so this is the third time we've talked about um...
0: that's true yeah
1: Emma your garment
0: that's yeah, that's the rest that's, that's that's the one. Man, cake is so good. <laughs> it really are. But oh, like man.
1: I think cake and ivy have been your two like biggest contributions to my musical tastes.
0: Purely accidental, so but you. you know what? You're welcome. I know. Love it. <laughs> that's what I'm here Love for. Love it.
1: I've actually got the Ivy Greatest Hits collection coming on vinyl at some point.
0: Ooh, nice. That's excited about that. That's cool. All right. Well, I've hogged the spotlight long enough. So, Libby, it, it's your turn. Take it away.
1: Uh, up next, we have Tori Amos with Tallulah the BT Tornado Mix from Twister. Let's go to. A oh one. yeah. <laughs> Song live since 2015, but I I was kind of hoping that she would would perform it when I saw her because I do <laughs> love this song so much. She did not, um, but there's still no. I'm, I'm holding out hope.
0: Right now, I mean, ba- I, I, this is the song from the Twister soundtrack, and I got to say, if we were picking songs off the Twister soundtrack, how did I know you were going to land on the Tori Amos song? <laughs>
1: you've known me for years
0: i guess that's true yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) was i gonna go with the cuckoo dolls like
0: no where else was i
1: gonna land um
0: which i want to i want to make while we're talking about the cuckoo dolls i want to make a retraction right here (laughs) when i said that on that episode that i thought their song uh long way down was so cool Immediately after that episode went out, I listened to the song again, and it suddenly hit me: Oh no, this is a song about a guy in the friend zone. This song sucks now.
1: Dang. Oh, so, sorry, man.
0: <laughs> so uh, I guess all I'm really saying is, Libby, you were right. I was wrong.
1: <laughs> That's okay. This is a time for uh, for letting go of regrets.
0: Mm-hmm. A time, it's a time for year. thoughtful reflection. Um, But no, Tallulah is, I don't know how to describe it, but I will say it is a wild song.
1: Yeah, it's just a, a siren song. And mm-hmm. this version, the BT Tornado mix, really just amps it up to where it needs to be. And I've just, I put this song on at random. I'll like watch the video. Like I'll stop what I'm doing like at work if I get this song in my head and watch the video. And I don't do that for a lot, but oh man, mm-hmm. I love this song so much. I love Tori Amos.
0: <laughs> I I oh, do like. Goodness. I I want to say I think I like the tornado mix better than the original. I just like that beat so much.
1: Oh yeah, it that's really, like I said. That's what makes it.
0: Yeah, it really pumps it up. It really gives it that extra little juice. Mm-hmm. I love so, it.
1: So, and Twister was such a fascinating soundtrack as we talked about because there was a a clear dividing line between like masculine and feminine energies yeah that you also see in the movie almost
0: almost to a point where like they were doing it on purpose like you kind of get the sense sometimes with these soundtracks that they just kind of throw them together but twister very much had like a a thesis it was working on which was kind of fascinating
1: yes they put a, a lot of work into that soundtrack um and of course for more on that you can listen to our episode on twister but man what a what a great song and what a surprisingly clever soundtrack
0: yeah, I mean, it was definitely a a, a film that I remember, remember enjoying as a kid and watching it as an adult, realizing kind of how stupid it was. But I, I at least with the soundtrack, you can appreciate kind of the, the thought that went into it, at, at least from, you know, the male artists being very, um, very aggressive and very aggro. And then the female artists coming in and it kind of balancing that out. It's very smartly constructed.
1: Um, I dread the inevitable re-release of this song with the proposed uh, Twister sequel, where it will probably be like Demi Lovato or somebody horrible covering (sighs) this, and I hate it.
0: God. I have a working theory about how that even happened, and all I can say is James Cameron walked into a boardroom one day and wrote Twister on a whiteboard, and then he added a dollar sign to the end of it. (laughs) That's all I got. <laughs>
1: <Just> walked out. <sighs> Yikes.
0: So, it okay. probably happened.
1: All right. <laughs> I guarantee it did. Oh man. So we're actually back to you.
0: Yeah. So we're going from one wild thing to another. Uh hey, there's the segue. Segue. No, thank you. This is from the soundtrack to something wild. Uh and this is this is Sister Carol's song that plays over the end credits this is her version of the Trogs' wild thing
1: let's go to a
0: clip you like right ever since i heard this this has immediately supplanted the troggs version in my head like when i think when i sing wild thing to myself this is what i'm hearing
1: awesome also i love the image of you just like walking around your office singing wild thing to yourself just mm-hmm. like doing the dishes mm-hmm. or taking a shower at the gym just singing wild thing it's great um no this version is so fun and so delightful and i love sister carol um it's who was also in married to the Mop with matthew dean yes. segue
0: Oh, you're right. She she was in Married to the Mob, no less, and she's in this. Like, I still love the way this film ends, where she's standing there as the credits roll. She just starts to sing the song on screen. It's fantastic. I really, I really came away from this one like like, really loving that film like more than I expected to.
1: You know, as I said in the episode, I'd never seen it, but I really just enjoyed the hell out of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Me too. What a
1: weird, delightful, bonkers film. Well, we, Eliota, we, man, all right. We,
0: we we need more like weird bonkers like 80s style road trip movies nowadays they're just not making them anymore
1: I'll bring them back
0: you know I mean but Miley the...
1: Cyrus in one I don't care <laughs> make it happen
0: yeah I mean, I'll, I mean I'll
1: a knives out movie with Benoit Blanc but have it on a road trip in Winnebago I don't care
0: let's do I it I mean I'd watch it
1: let's make it happen
0: Ryan Johnson if you're listening and I know you are woulda coulda shoulda uh, no that's not the right thing to say we're we can po- we're only projecting dream
1: our energies we're setting our intentions for 2023
0: that's right we're gonna get joe biden and ryan johnson on the horn it's gonna be great y'all <laughs> Then a wild thing i played uh this list of songs to nikki before the show and she picked wild thing this was her favorite of the 10 that we chose
1: oh she's got good taste what can she- i say
0: she really does and all i can say is that her number two uh was the song that you chose next so go for it if you would like
1: so this is he's so dull by vanity six Mm -hmm. from uh national lampoon's vacation let's go to a clip
0: a weird fun song kind of hard to believe it's from national lampoon's vacation
1: that i got a picture chevy chase when i listened to it
0: (laughs) It it's another fun kind of surprise though like uh, one that i had never heard in the film before we actually sat down to study it for that episode but what a delight
1: (laughs) yeah that said i got holiday road stuck in my head like once a day
0: yeah that's that sounds about right
1: and I do not like it. I'm not oh, ready for oh. it. So like I have to supplant it with this.
0: Well this is this this is a, a fine substitute. I mean, as soon as you mentioned it, it popped in my head, and now that's now that's rattling around. So
1: glad I'm glad I could spare you Holiday Road. Holiday Road is honestly it's the all star of the late seventies, early eighties.
0: Uh, she's kinda right. Damn it.
1: Yeah, there I said it.
0: Damn it. Sorry. I can't like I can't like anything anymore. I can't like anything without you saying, oh, that's the all-star of whatever the thing is. <laughs> you know, I'm a big Soundgarden fan. Oh, you know, they're the all-star of the grunge movement. Don't don't worry more. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's that's talk about he's so dull.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I like that. You know, again, that it's it's on a soundtrack that is so rooted in a sort of a dad sound, and then all of a sudden you've got he's so dull. It's just like yeah, popping
0: up. Yeah, Vanity sexy. Six kinda oh man. Just shaking and grooving. This this guy that they're singing about, how, how did Vanity meet this person? Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't sound like the kind of person who would be hanging around Vanity anyway. Ah. Yeah. they
1: <laughs> She deserves better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy! I, no, this is a yeah, really fun our, song. Th- this, yeah.
1: yeah, that gets our summer road trip in there. Our there back-to-back road trips.
0: Yeah, wild with uh, uh, something wild, and then vacation. Yeah, absolutely. We, road road trips are really are the bread and butter of this podcast, and hopefully we can our find our some good ones movie. for the, for the next season.
1: Hopefully, well, I believe we'll, in us. Uh, we'll let you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fine uh, too yeah Speaking so go for of, it there's a
1: mini road trip sandwiched in here um, because up next is Tony Bennett singing Plenty of Money from Swingers it's good to oh, listen in yeah. light
0: of the worry that money brings just a little filthy look who buys a lot of things and I could take you to places that you would like to go but outside of that I've known
1: Dope. it's the root of all evil of and but I'm certain honey that life would be sunny. Get plenty of money. guilty of taking Tony Bennett for granted he's just one of those performers that's been around forever and but every time I hear him I'm just like I love this man so much
0: oh His yeah, music Tony Bennett. so happy like the tre- and
1: this song is no exception
0: Tony Bennett is a treasure for sure
1: yes really and we uh, We had some fun with this soundtrack because I came to it knowing like three of the songs on it from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. But being able to discover uh, the Roger Miller songs and Tony Bennett and all the other Mm -hmm. songs that were on it was such a delight, especially considering how bad the movie was.
0: Yeah, it was it's real rough, y'all. Even from like the perspective of like 90s indie movies, it's rough.
1: Yeah, it did not age well. Holy shit!
0: No, but then when Yikes. you when you stick like Tony Bennett and Count Basie in here, it just like it adds like a, an immediate touch of class, and it's just such a bright, peppy kind of a jazz tune. Like you kind of love it. You really and again, I, I know we I know I mentioned this on the swingers episode. I was really ready and expecting a movie about Las Vegas, and it, that's not at all what I got.
1: That's about a fifteen minute segment
0: yeah <laughs> so like this song kind of sets you up for some some wild vegas action and you just don't get it at all
1: Not any of it no you did get Vince Vaughn in a bowling shirt though which as I said in the episode like I I know who I am I'm a sucker for it
0: well I mean wild wow. vegas action of a different sort I guess
1: I'm. <sighs> <Yikes. laughs> <laughs> <Five. laughs> swingers it's such a terrible movie um
0: it's such a fun soundtrack
1: it's such a fun soundtrack yeah um and you know bowling shirts (laughs) but this was one of those one of the things that um you know in making this list uh we really we strove to pick out songs that we didn't come to the table already with right um so stuff that that we really discovered uh which is the fun
0: of mm.
1: of this podcast is discovering this new music. I wasn't sure if we said that at the top, so I wanted to get that in. Um,
0: right, yeah. We be kind of ne- I think we neglected to mention that, but yeah, these are all songs that we have discovered in the in the making of this show. So you're not going to hear us talk about Oh Brother Where Art Thou because that is like deeply ingrained in my psyche. So
1: yeah, not not exactly. not like, fair game. I'm thinking about it, yeah, i um, yeah. There's a couple that I you know I had to walk away from because I knew them too well. Right. So, um. But yeah, these are some of the ones we discovered, which I think leads us into uh, our second to last song, which is probably the biggest surprise I think that we've ever had on this podcast.
0: Oh yeah, and even because... listening back to it for this episode, I was struck by like, man, this this song really exists, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: Yes, and that's wow. um, Eon After Eon from the Dinosaur's Big Songs album. Let's
0: yeah, let's go to it. Hold on
1: to, hold on to my real time. Remember that our friendship shines and it's brighter than I I was so surprised by how much I enjoyed listening to big songs, and you you hear it in the episode because we went into it thinking it's just gonna be like I'm the baby gotta love me, and I can do whatever I want. But then you get Eon after Eon, which is just like t- this tender, beautiful ballad.
0: Yeah, it's I was like, like I I was not like expecting a, this. An early it's like a legit like early '90s adult contemporary like. Power duet ballad. Slow jam. Slow jam. And it's legit.
1: <laughs> I did not have that on my 2022 OST party bingo card.
0: No. And it's the fact that it's like sandwiched in between songs about food begging to not be eaten and a baby saying, you gotta love me. Like, it just comes out of nowhere. You
1: know, it's like, it's disappointing that more people don't know this song. Like, if you haven't gone and listened to Eon After Eon from Dinosaurs Big Songs, I cannot emphasize this enough you need to go listen to it it's so good
0: like even if we don't wind up putting a poll up for this episode we're i you know what we'll post this song on twitter you have to hear it
1: you need to hear it it's beautiful it's it will change your whole life i swear to god like it's um, kind of my it, honorable mention from this one has to be grandma's coming which just charmed me
0: oh yeah
1: all <laughs> out in trying to do louis armstrong and they did it, and it sounded great, and I love it.
0: And it really works. Like, you know, if you can trust the Muppets crew to do anything right, like they really know their way around a good song. And I know yeah, we've done we've really done an do. ep- uh, an episode all about Muppet songs uh, in the past, but like this is just this just once again proves it.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. they don't slouch.
0: They really don't. Wow. Oh boy!
1: All right. Well, Joe, take us home.
0: Okay, so. So finally, uh, we covered something a little bit more recent. I think this is the most recent soundtrack we've covered on the show, which is the soundtrack yep. to uh, Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz. And the one song on it that still is still rattling around in my brain and I cannot get it out is Sarge- Sergeant Rock is going to help me by XTC. Uh, making their tr- a triumphant return to the show. We've kind of talked talked around them before, but uh, here here they are in the flesh. So let's let's go to a clip. listening
1: to the playlist for this episode. This is the one that I've been humming all afternoon.
0: It's so catchy, isn't it? And it's a song that I still, to this to this day, I'm not entirely sure what he's talking about, but I think it's sexist and terrible.
1: This is like what Joe Rogan thinks he is. Like, he thinks he's Sergeant Rock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a song, I, I, I'm guessing, this is pure conjecture, and I might be entirely wrong, but it's a song about a guy who's having relationship troubles. So he goes off to read a comic book about Sergeant rock. And he's, he's trying to find relationship advice in the pages of Sergeant rock. Do I have that right?
1: That's sort of how I interpret it. Like he wants to be this superhero and like this guy is going to be his icon and be his model for how to behave. And it's just so deeply sarcastic and xdc does not fuck around and i know
0: so <laughs> yeah because like you start like the, the the chorus yeah sergeant rock is gonna help me make the girl mine and keep her stood in line like this guy is not fucking around and he thinks he's gonna get the answers out of a comic book good luck my dude
1: oh <laughs> this is a <laughs> song about i get
0: chicks this is a song about every terrible person you know right now and like it's
1: like ben shapiro's theme song
0: Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the, the guitar hook is so catchy. Like, that's the thing that I can't get out of my head. And then it's a song about Sergeant Rock. Like All right, sure.
1: <laughs> when I think about this song rattling around in uh, my skull in between thoughts about Matthew Modine and other ship, I'm, I picture it sort of like a Newton's cradle. <laughs> like... The beat just like knocks the balls back and forth on like side to side on my skull. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Sergeant Rock is going to help me. Like just boop 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 boop. It's got that perfect clacking rhythm. I love
0: you it. you could almost, that sound that almost sounds sarcastic. Like the song's the song's rhythm just uh, the song's rhythm just knocks my just balls mo- back. It's and mocking. Forth. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's just such a, a weird stomp. Like I mean, It makes sense because mm-hmm. it's a song about like, a military guy. But God, I don't even know how to articulate it well, but you pretty much did it. But it's just such, <laughs> a, a, such a forceful like guitar hook and a drum beat. And in that sense, all I can say is that my honorable mention for this episode uh, goes to uh, Cozy Powell's Dance with the Devil. Because that's a Ooh, drum beat. That was beat. a good one. That's a drum beat that like when I'm at yeah. work and I've got nothing to do, I will just start to beat that out on my desk and like like all day long. <laughs> I love that.
1: You like like Benson with the 110 piece kit? <laughs> Regular show? Yes. yes. <laughs> the sweatband. <laughs> just knocking that one out with a couple pencils.
0: And then My my <laughs> boss comes into the room and just yells at me to set up the chairs. Yeah, that's about right. The oh. two songs from Hot Fuzz that kind of stuck in my head, like one's a, a guitar stomp I can't stop thinking about, and the other is like a drum beat that just like will not stop ringing in my head.
1: Yeah, I uh, think of the Village Green Preservation Society. That's the one mm. that sort of whistles around.
0: Yeah, that's again, the kinks are just they're so good. Like that's the band that I'm probably going to get into next year, like really hard.
1: Yeah. All right, I think and i If, can if I that. if I become
0: insufferable and terrible, that's why. That's why.
1: <laughs> it's fair. Um, if you, you're about to go on a journey with me next year, uh, of my insufferableness and terribleness,
0: that's fair. So uh, again. we'll get
1: to in a minute.
0: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're gonna sanction each other's buffooneries for another year.
1: <laughs> we are. That really is. That's kind of the motto of this podcast: is sanctioning each other's buffoonery since 2018.
0: Yep, and I I would have it no other way.
1: <laughs> Agreed. No, this is this is a really good year for soundtracks. We had we you know kind of dug deep on some of them and had a lot of fun. The Orange County one, as they said, that was kind of a deep cut.
0: Yeah, like a lot of good surprises this year too. Some 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 kind of some stinkers that I don't think we saw coming, but also some really really solid gems that are like that. The, these ten up these ten songs that are well worth keeping.
1: Absolutely. Mm. So. Well, happy new year, everyone. Let's look at what we've got coming up.
0: Happy new year, folks. Well, uh, on our next episode, guess what? 2023 starts off with a new era. This is the era of Brendan Fraser. I don't think we're going to talk about the whale because honestly, the whale looks miserable and and awful. But you know what? I am here for this brand new, the Brendan Fraser response, everybody. So we will be covering the Trek to 1999's Blast from the Past.
1: We are completing our Swing Trilogy mm-hmm. and starting our Brendan Fraser Trilogy.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be a wild ride. I can't wait.
1: It's been a long time coming. The man deserves it.
0: I am excited. I am really excited because there's some really fun Brendan Fraser movies out there that uh, I'm not going to say deserve to be talked about, but we're going to talk about them because holy shit, there's some oh, really yeah. weird, there's some weird <laughs> gems out there. <laughs>
1: There really, really are. He's had quite a storied career. And I'm excited, uh, Blast from the Past, because we get to talk about uh, really a really, really deep uh, Neo Swing cut. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. This soundtrack has a ton of songs on it, probably even more than uh, than Swingers or The Mask. This is where the, the cycle has peaked and will rapidly decline.
0: Yep. So. <laughs> Okay, Libby, that, well, that's going to gonna be the the show for this week, this year, everybody. So Libby, where can our listeners find you on the internet now that Twitter is officially burning itself to the ground?
1: As long as Twitter is around, you can find me at Libby Cudmore. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at record underscore Saturday, or you can find me over on the Misbehaven podcast. We're finishing up season two of The Righteous Gemstones. Joe, where can we find you?
0: Uh, Well, until Twitter returns to the the sand from which it was made, (laughs) I am at Cordial Wombat on Twitter, at Cordial Wombat on Instagram, and you can find me on the Christmas Creeps podcast yelling about Christmas movies all year round, where we just did an episode, our Christmas Day episode, on the brand new sequel to A Christmas Story. Uh, You may be shocked to learn that we all kind of liked it. shocked nobody was more shocked than us believe me but that was a really fun episode so go check that out and if you want to send us anything at all from questions to comments to suggestions for future episodes we're always leaving that door open uh you can email us at ostpartypod at gmail.com and you can find us on twitter at ostparty and uh once again we will put a link to our discord channel in the show notes i can't actually tweet that link out because the last time i did that for christmas creeps we got a bunch of randos just coming in and spouting racist gibberish so we have to be a little selective
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) yeah so go find that on our show notes it'll be there for you and come and have a chat with us about your favorite movie soundtracks we'd love to have you yes Uh, all right
1: from all of us at the ost party happy new year
0: happy On new Day year
1: things in 2023
0: happy new year and a, a delightful 2023 to one and all uh so for the ost party i'm joseph wade
1: and i'm libby cudmore
0: buy the ticket
1: take the ride